there, guys, gals, non-binary pals. It's uh, Mike J. Darkson Berard. Uh, I, yes, I messed up that intro, but that's fine. Hey there, guys, gals, non-binary pals. It's Mike J. Darkson Berard uh, with another episode of that D&D podcast. We are continuing to play uh, the Strength of Thousands Adventure Path for Pathfinder 2nd Edition. This is Kindled Magic. We are getting right into it today. Um, after you know, our normal announcements and who we are and what we're doing and all that sorts of things. Uh, like I said, I'm Mike, J- Mike Jared Austin Brard. My pronouns are he, him, and I am playing the game master, which is, uh, for this episode, it's going to be chickens. It's going to be, uh, chickens and, uh, gnolls, I think. And, uh, and people looking to adorable. make a buck. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Adorable gnolls. A, a, a gnollable. Adora gnoll is right there. Christ. Christ. Yeah, that'd be good. Adorable. <laughs> they get there. Boom. Thank you. Uh, and with me, as always, is our uh, our cast of, not thousands, it's strength of thousands. But here's our friends, and they are in Discord order. Take us away, Adam. Hi, I'm Adam, he, him. Today I'll be playing Firebird, the totally up and up, very honorable, not going to rob you blind uh, sorcerer. I forgot what I am. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that bodes well. That's good. Uh, hi, I am Jonathan Ian, and um, yeah, I'm playing Glenn, who is a cat. I think that's druid class in this, but whatever. He's actually a halfling cat. It's fine. Nice. Hey, I'm Matt. Uh, he, they pronouns. Uh, I am playing Jonas, the jokester, uh, a summoner, probably. I don't know. He, he does magic of some kind and like tries to make sure that people don't do weird shit because weird shit is his job so eh, whatever Ooh, he may be in the wrong group <laughs> uh, i guess i'm last hi i'm zach uh he him pronouns i am playing thorka uh who's technically a monk but hasn't really come up yet um yeah all right so we got thorka monk all right cool yeah so uh it is another day at the magambaya uh, you've had, uh, yesterday was a little bit of a tour. You went back to your rooms, uh, slept, you woke up the next day and it is just, it's the rainy season. It is, it is Portland in November, my friends. It is rainy. It is cold. Uh, the mud is up to your ankles already and it's already just breaking dawn. Uh, and you hear the voices of your classmates, uh, laughing. What's up? Oh, sorry. And you hear the voices of your classmates talking, not outside your door, but like uh, your your dorm facility is already up and about. People are talking about class. They're going about their day and uh, they're not being quiet. <laughs> they're not being like, you know, it's a it's a it's a normal rambunctious dorm room. So uh, uh, once you all get out of bed, uh, do whatever morning rituals you all have, you find uh Essie, who you should remember from... I'll just go ahead and pull up their picture. Uh, Journal students. There we go. Essie Jana, show players. Yep, go ahead and show players. And also, there's a new face. There's this dwarf dude here as well. Uh, They're outside waiting for you. Um, Yeah, Essie and uh, the dwarf, who's not yet introduced himself to you, but but will shortly... Uh, is there anything that y'all need to do before I jump into the pitch, the call to adventure? 
What, there's adventures involved? Oh, I don't know about those. Mm-hmm, yeah. I mean, I haven't had breakfast, but, you know, I guess we're just going to have to deal with that. Oh, you can grab breakfast on the way out. What's breakfast? The, uh, I mean, it's uh, probably going to be fruit and stuff, right? Oh, we have fruit and bowls, like, Fresh- right out right out in the main hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, freshly baked bread and, like, mangoes and stuff. Yep. I uh, exit my room, rub the sleep from my eyes. I'm wearing, like, like reclaimed clothing from the washroom with the limbs removed, basically. <laughs> uh, face still sticky from the last set of mangoes, I guess. <laughs> it's raining outside, so you don't have to take a shower. Are you just going to... Yep, uh, perfect. That's skip perfect. Skip the umbrella, yeah. Well, so the, uh, the dwarf is the one who waves you all over, uh, and he says to you, uh, ah, the green shoots blossom in the rain. Uh, he's, uh, he's heavily muscled. He's clean shaven for a dwarf, which uh, I don't know if that's normal or not, but they call it out specifically, so there you go. Uh, and he's got a friendly smile. Uh, it was meant to be me and Ankaru waiting for you, but uh, I guess not today. Uh, and Essie is there, uh, and she chimes in. is like, uh, I swapped with Ankaru. Um and she goes on to explain, uh, over the next five days, you'll be helping with each of the school's five branches. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it last session, but basically the the school is going to be having you go through like a learning thing this next week. You're going to have you do tasks for each of the each of the factions, the school factions. I don't know what you call them. Uh, <laughs> We're not, they're not houses. Right, branches. They're branches, branches not houses. Branches yeah. of the tree, right? Branches of the great branches, tree. Branches, exactly. Yeah. So you'll be helping each of the school's five branches. Uh, so Essie continues. Uh, it's the branch that explores. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, Habram and Ankarut seek to join the rain scribes. It's the branch that explores the world and helps other travelers make their way through uncertain territories. That means rain scribes have to work well with people and nature. And then Habram chimes in. And he goes, We could really use your help. The Kafisi market won't deal with anyone they know as part of the Magambaya. Since you're new, you should be able to get in without a problem. You'll be looking for chickens. Uh, He pauses for a second, and then he continues before anybody can open their mouth and say anything. He says, uh, did you know there's such a thing as endangered chickens? Well, uh, there is a breed of chickens uh, called Ojafiri that a farmer outside of Nantambu said her family used to keep. Uh, they said they could hatch anything, even a dragon's egg. I have no idea if that's true or not, but uh, Basola has asked the school to procure Ojafiri chickens, and we've got word that there's some at the market. Uh, and we need you to go get them because they won't sell to us. Just out of my curiosity, why won't they sell to Mugambaya? Uh, well, it's a little bit of a... Uh, he kind of like looks to Essie for help, and she kind of brushes it, and she says, it's a, it's a slightly complicated matter. It's a little bit about... Well, you see, the, um, the market doesn't always deal uh, in a manner that the Mugambaya appreciates oh they're shady like the like the shades of tartarus got it makes more sense now very well i can help with this yeah if uh and then the, the dwarf turns back in and he says <clears throat> so the chickens 
they're wee things, quite small. Uh, they have blue feathers. They've got like a purple comb. Um, the chicks, lavender, sorry, lavender comb. Uh, they have dark blue feathers. The chicks themselves should have dark blue feathers and a white underbelly. Uh, we need at least four so we can get like hopefully one male and one female. Uh, and that way we can make more chickens or the basola can make more chickens. Um, the Kafisi market is not, uh, it's a bit difficult to find. It's a wandering bazaar. They kind of like pick up their tents and they go from point to point because it's harder for the local, uh, concerned locals to go, uh, you know, make trouble for them that way if they're not in the same place every day. Uh, and as he turns in, she, uh, pulls a sack out, uh, uh, coin purse and she's there's 20 gold in here um use this to buy as many chicks as you can um i would suggest you hurry as quickly as you can get there and quickly as you can buy them because they might sell out uh and you know do your best good luck you have any questions for us uh, you said chicks do you mean chickens or chicks no the, they have chicks they don't actually have a fully grown full chickens. chickens yeah little baby chicks Wee baby chickens. Wee baby chickens. And we bring the chicks back in the bag? Uh, Hybram kind of looks at you and says, Duh, I wouldn't personally carry chicks in a bag. Is that... Do you typically carry small, fragile animals in sacks? I don't usually carry small, fragile animals. So this is a learning experience all around. Ah. I mean, yeah. He, uh, Hiram takes a second and is like, do you, do you need to know anything about, like, chicken care? I mean, we could just ask I him. mean, we take the chicken, we carry the chicken, hopefully in a basket or a cage or something, and bring it back here. Um, is there anything special we need to do with these chicks? I mean, yeah, you'll, you'll need to, to, to make sure they don't die right like i'm fully capable of sedating them for transport i i feel like that was kind of implied in the idea that we're bringing them back to breed them yes okay they're just okay hold on a second. why don't we just convince the chickens to come with us i mean they're wee things they would take a very long time to follow you on their tiny chick legs you ever try talking to a baby and telling it to do something i mean you don't have to subdue them you just talk to them and say, hey, we're going to go give you someplace where we're going to get food and be cared for and stuff. It's fine. It'll be easy. They're, they're, they're babies. You have to carry them and take them. It's This is not a negotiation thing. This is a, we're going to take you. Yeah, but I'm saying we don't have to subdue them. No, <laughs> no, we will sedate them. That was what I was saying. That's not any better. Uh, so, uh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I would say while they're arguing, Fireberg has already snatched the uh, gold pouch, <laughs> pouch of gold, and made it disappear into some sort of fold of his robe. Okay. Perfect. I'm I'm sure there. This is all in good hands, Essie. Hybram says to his classmate. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go, but you let me know if there's any problems. And Essie and he like nopes out. And heads off, and as he just kind of is there, looking back and forth between you all. He 
did, was there anything else we should know about these chickens? Or anything about this market before we go there? I mean, you know, if you really want to know about the market, you can ask around. Um, like, do we so good. know where the market is? You're, uh, it moves from point to point, so you're going to have to ask people in of the. Uh, um, oh, fun! It's a night market. I love those. Yeah, you'll have to ask the the, the peoples of the Natambayo. Oh, that's not right. What is that word? Yeah, Natambu. You have to ask the people outside the uh, the school for directions. And how long? So go. Hmm? I was say, how long do we have to accomplish this? Um, I mean, Essie scratches her head. I mean, I, I'd suggest going as quick as you can. Um, I don't know how long it'll be before they sell out. Uh, right then. Thank you. Wait, gold, gold. Who took the gold? Uh, yeah. Uh, Thork is just pointing at Firebird. Good. What's up? Who took the gold? I'm pointing at you. This yeah. Diamond Yao. What, do you, what about it? Oh, you, we have the gold. Okay, let's go. And they turn and start yeah. headed out, heading uh, towards the, the exit of the uh, school. Yes. So um, I have found lovely maps of uh, uh, Nantambu, and it turns out the school is the center of the town. Nice. So every direction is out. <laughs> Yeah, so who would, how are you going to find this place? I figure pump locals for information. Hit the nearest bar. I'm very good at interacting with locals. <laughs> um, so you uh, you make your way out of the Bagambaya uh, into the streets of uh, Natambu. Uh, and it's uh, uh, the, the western analog would be venice uh it's a canal city so each of the districts are separated by um, fairly wide canals um and you can get boats to uh pull you down through the canals to, from district to district um and it's all um it's much less uh you know the streets are, it tends to be like um it's cold it's rainy and it's muddy um to get from to get around but uh, you can start asking around right away when you head out of the town from head out of the school to the various peoples of the town. Who is asking? What are you saying? And what are you rolling? So, I would Jonas would be asking if basically uh, he's looking for very specialized goods that you normally wouldn't be able to find around here. Uh, but he's heard tell that there is a place where you might be able to find that sort of thing, so he wants to know where this place can be found uh, that he can spend his good coin at. He's hoping to use diplomacy for this. Okay. Um, this is giving me a weird question. Mm -hmm. Do you wear your Magambaya school beads, like, visibly? Uh, we got told not to do that, so no. Who told you not to do that? They said they didn't like. They said this market didn't like the Magambayas, so Jonas would have okay. very studiously tucked that away. All right, cool. Um, yeah, so you flag somebody down, you start asking them where you can find, you know, where's a good place to uh, get separated from your coin, but for like a good purpose. Uh, go ahead and toss me some diplomacy to gather information. Uh, does anybody want to help with that? Um, no, but I'm going to be looking around for people who are like, oh shit, and like leaving the area. Awesome. Uh, how about you give me perception? Yeah. 
I don't think I'm going to be any help talking to the locals, honestly. Whoa. <sighs> These things happen. Yep. All right. And Adam, are you going to assist in this in any way? Or are you going to talk to people, look around? Um, try to see if there's sort of the, the Pathfinder equivalent of Streetwise. Uh, so probably society of some kind? Or is that high society? Like that I could bullshit. Oh, I do have a, a lore underworld skill. There you go. Oh, that shit. sounds perfect. That yeah. Sounds like exactly Why aren't you making these rules? <laughs> well, it's not the, not the, I mean, it's not the best rule skill. But yeah, so I'm going to use sort of my knowledge of how these kind of markets get set up. And maybe if there's any local uh, slang or something, that, you know, make it sound like you could fit into a place like this to ask if I need to ask around. Excellent. Go ahead and roll it out. Uh, just great rolls starting off the day here. All right, so that should tell you recall knowledge about that. Okay, so let us see what you rolled. Um, so you're ten. All right, so and then the way that skill checks work is um, if you beat it by ten, it's a critical, right? Yep. And if you miss it by ten, it's a Ten other ways, either a su- uh, critical success, critical failure, right? Yep. All right, cool. So let's start off with Matt. Um, do yeah, we'll do two. We'll do th- we'll do all this there. So uh, Jonas, um, you find somebody and you you start telling them that you're looking for, you know, a merchant, and it's like, oh yeah, you definitely want to find the. Um, uh, the Kafisi market, uh, if you're you know good with your tongue and you're you're careful with who you're talking to, uh, you can get a good deal on goods. They have everything and they're happy to sell to anyone. Um, you just got to be you just got to be careful. Like watch your watch your coin pouch, watch who you're talking to. Everyone's tongue there is gilded, um, right? They could they could sell they could sell sand. Uh, I don't actually have a good metaphor for this, right? They could sell they, <laughs> they could sell sand to a they camel. could sell rainwater. Yeah, yeah, they could sell they could sell rainwater to you know students from the Magamba. It's very funny. Um, go talk to uh, Sedu. Uh, I'm sure he'll he he has all sorts of um, livestock. I'm sure he'll have what you're looking for. Very good, thank you. As you can see, this is a face you can trust. The indicates his blank, featureless mask that he's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, and then we have. Uh, Jonathan, you don't see anyone like running off. You do get a couple because you are are, are a uh, what's that word? Uh, a cosmopolitan group, right? Like you're you're yeah, right. So there are yeah. a couple like they glance over you, um, mm-hmm. um, especially um, Jonas's character to make sure that they looked like they were checking for something before they told you anything, uh, and that mm-hmm. came out right away to you. Uh, the other thing that you see is that. You know, as you're out talking around asking people, there are differences in um, what people suggest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you also find of another. You also find in them talking about another livestock merchant named McKenna, who has, um, who's like a little bit more specialized in what she is and does. Mm-hmm. Um, but both of you are able to get directions. 
uh, Jonathan, you, you just flat out spot somebody with like, like carrying a basket of like miscellaneous mm-hmm. goods. Like you figure out where this place is. Okay. Um, Matt's got direction. Yeah. So you both find out where it is. And, uh, Adam, you're not able to get like, um, there's not like a lot, like a lot of history. Um, uh, the Kafisi market has a long history. Um, there's not anything specifically. It's very above board for what this place okay. is and what they do. There's not a lot of hidden lore about it. It's one of those open secret things, pretty yeah. much. So it's shady, but not that kind of shady. Yeah, you can't. It, everyone's allowed, right? Everyone can go there. It's just one of those things where it's an open secret that um, if you're not careful, they will swindle you. I mean, sounds like your typical open air market to me, but what do I know? Hmm. All right. So, um, it's going to take you about a half hour. So it's on the Western half of Natambu today. It's going to take you about a half hour to walk there. And it took you about, let's see, 25, took you about two hours to find people to talk to, to talk to people and get to the right people and get the right sort of directions there. But once you do, um, you make the the cold, long, dreary, muddy slog to the western half of um, Nantambu, uh, and you can find you find the two merchants with no problem once you get to the uh, Kafisi Market, and it is literally just tools, or sorry, tables and awnings uh, and of all sorts of color just set up in the middle of the road in the street. Uh, it it blocks uh, pedestrian paths, right? There's like, it is it is all sorts of difficult to, uh, to get around. It's impossible to miss. Uh, it's loud as hell and there are people everywhere hawking their goods. So do you want to talk to McKenna or Sedu first? Do we get Can a chat? Sorry. I was going to ask if we could, like, scope out the goods without engaging first. Like, can we make sure that the stuff we're looking for is actually here? Yeah, so both McKenna and Sadu are livestock vendors. Um, okay. And they have uh, all sorts of um, animals that would be good for um, farming as well as keeping just, like, around. Um, they have uh, pygmy goats. Um, they have pigs, although... Uh, Jonathan, I think that you probably know there's no such thing as a as a teacup pig. They're just small pigs that get giant. They're just baby pigs. They have they have a multitude of of chickens of various breeds of chickens. Um, they also have uh, pigeons and ducks uh, and um, a variety of other fowl uh, all in cages. Um, there's probably monkeys, right? Like there's all sorts of animals. Um, uh, lizards on a stick, right? They're offering, you know, there's, there's baked goods. Uh, anybody who has livestock also has like dozens of eggs and fresh bread and milk and cheese and yogurt to sell, right? Like it's, it's impossible to keep animals without producing ungodly amounts of delicious foodstuffs. It's <laughs> true. So they definitely both have chickens. Um, but do they have the chickens that we're looking for though? That's the that's that's the trick uh so does does somebody want to like i don't know like like are you are you combing through their wares are you are you trying to spot specifically the chickens you're looking for are you going to talk to you're going to ask them if they got them what you going to do i am going to engage so 
we've given, been given these two names. Uh, have we been told a difference between the two of them, or just that they both exist? Just that McKenna deals in specialized stock was the was the interpretation that we had gotten. Okay. I want to go start a conversation with that dude about some sort of incredibly obscure waterfowl. Like, just like some sort of really weird animal. The majestic okay. dire duck. McKenna's a stern-faced woman with a shaved head and okay. huge hoop earrings through her ears. Sounds like my time, my type of person. Let's do, let's do this. Yeah. So, what? I I will trundle up. I am uh, muddy to the knees. Uh, in fact, I might be sunk to the knees because it's actually fairly short from my foot to my knee. Right? Um, soaked all the way through. The only part of me that's not complete is always like my oil skin. Uh, healer's kit bag, basically, right? Like I have a medicine bag I take with me everywhere. Um, and I will find some sort of something in a cage that looks interesting that I know about, right? That I've seen previously. And I will uh, try to engage this person in conversation in my uh, inimitable way. Uh, hey, that's super cool. What is that a... And then I'll rattle off like whatever lizard kind that is and see if I can get this person talking about wares. While he's doing that, I'm just going through and looking at the avians to find chickens that match the breed description. Okay. Um, so... I'm, I'm like not hiding behind stuff, but I'm doing my best to not draw attention to myself. Gotcha. Are you currently a cat? No. Okay, good. Cat would be a particularly <laughs> bad choice here. Like, uh, I think yeah. I could arguably yeah. become a chicken. But <laughs> you could turn into another chicken. Yeah, I'm like I could possibly do that, but nah, I'm not gonna do it right away. Valid. All right, so um, Zach, are you like fast talking? Like, is this a deception thing, or you just want to like like what are you trying to do here? No, this is literally me trying to get to talk shop with this person. The only way I can interact with other people is like my social skills are terrible. So <laughs> I am going to like nerd out at this person and see if I can get them to nerd back. Okay. <laughs> okay. See, he's very sincere. I am a duplicitous bastard. <laughs> Actually, I just don't give a shit about owning animals. Fuck you. Um... So, are is this a is this like a nature thing, Zach, or like a like a lore? Like, what do you? I would I would love to rule nature if you're going to allow that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I'll like I'll like uh, rattle off three quick facts about this lizard, and then ask uh, what's what uh, stage of their breeding cycle is this one in? I mean, um, like I have no idea. Like I know a little <laughs> bit about. I, I recently found out that there's a there's a type of lizard that is all female, uh, and they basically reproduce through cloning, which is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Super um, dope. Yeah. So McKenna apparently knows everything. You know, is, is more than happy to talk to you about the ins and outs of, um, uh, of this particular breed, these breeds of lizards, and like why they're so good, and like how they're good food for like you know, larger birds and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, she's she knows her stuff, and she's happy to talk all about it at length. Uh, but and as you're talking to her, she sells um, a little blue chicken, a little blue chick, to somebody else who comes by. Okay, uh, yeah, I would immediately, as soon as I see that, uh, engage her in conversation about those things. 
about the, about the chick she sold. Um, and I would play dumb about it. Gotcha. Um, Jonathan, give me nature or perception for looking at chickens. Uh, they're the same. So we're going to do nature to start with something else. Ooh, not great. Um, so like there's a, there's a lot of chickens here. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and you definitely see chickens that, um, you know, there are chickens with gray black feathers or chickens with blue feathers, right? There's, there's just a lot of chickens here and it's difficult to, you definitely see that, um, McKenna has chickens that are blue. <laughs> All right. Uh, but they also had like, what is it? Purple combs and whites underbellies, something like that. Yeah. yeah, but the chicks aren't going to have combs yet, probably. Mm. Uh, yeah, so it kind of tells you all about um, these wonderful chickens. These wonderful chicks that she got, they're hard to find. Uh, she's asking four girl pieces per chick. Uh, and they're this rare breed called Ojafiri chickens. Uh, and you should, you should, if you're going to buy any, you should buy them from her because they're going fast. Am I personally familiar with these? Given the fact that I'm like... You know, naturey kind of. Is it a thing that I, I've seen? Are they rare enough? I've never encountered them, or are they? They are a dying breed. Hmm. So while you may personally have never, you may not have personally encountered them. Uh, you know, you're trained in nature, uh-huh. so right, like you're familiar enough with with care and feeding of chickens uh, and rare chicks. That what is, what is your question specifically? I'm just making sure she's being above board about what these are. Yeah, she definitely seems to be perfectly truthful about the animals she's talking about. Okay. I am about to spend the amount of money she just asked for chicks. All of them. Okay. Can I look at one of the chicks really quick? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. And when I look at the... So I'm... Go ahead. Um... While you're doing that, I'm also going to be using wild empathy on the chicks, just asking them if they want to come to a new place. It's got lots of cool uh, birdseed and uh, an adult chicken to teach them the ways of chickendom. Mainly I want to see <laughs> if the feathers are actually blue, or if they've been dyed in some way. Yeah, I'm just going to make a point that I don't care. They're chickens in captivity. Animals should be free. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, All right. Like If I notice Glenn doing this, I'm like, what are you doing? Okay, whatever. And just examine the chick. Yep. I'm not terribly good at this, though, so it's going to be funny. Alright, um, Jonas, um, if you want, you can roll a perception or nature or some sort of animal lore. Unfortunately, um, perception is going to be my best bet here, because uh, Jonas is a city boy. He don't really uh, cotton much to this uh, livestock nonsense. That's fine. So. I mean, I imagine that dyed animals would be pretty Pretty straightforward to recognize. Yeah, he he may not he may not know animals, but what he does know is makeup. That D podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdndpodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at that D podcast. Intro music is Umoja by Alexander Nakarada, which is available from freestockmusic.com. Nakarada's music can also be found on serpentsoundstudios.com. Outro music is Horizons by Atch, which can be found on SoundCloud or at ATCH Music on Instagram.
The Kindled Magic book was written by Eleanor Farron and Alexandria Bustian and is a part of the Strength of Thousands Pathfinder Path. The Pathfinder role-playing game is owned and published by Paizo Publishing. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associate copyright holder.